friend Paris. And this is my fiend Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends, a mini episode. During season two, we're bringing you new conversations with old friends, friends that you already met in season one. In this mini episode, we're hanging out again with Charlotte from England and Heather from Colorado, who were our very first guests in season one, episode one, The Dungarees Debate. Okay, next question. Would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? No. Mm. I don't think I would like to be famous. Not in any way. No. I'd like to be maybe, I'd like to be secretly really good at something. That would be better, yeah. I think. I've been, mm. yeah. you know, like a bit like Sia when nobody knew who Sia was, and then suddenly oh. she became Sia. Now, obviously, she is famous, but she was writing everybody's songs before we knew who she was, and yeah, um, that would be a much better way to do Successful it. Successful and not necessarily in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Heather. You're you're an actress. <laughs> In yes. a local scene. In Fort Collins, Colorado. I know. <laughs> For a reason. Colorado. Um, but yes, but we have talked about in the past, like, oh, maybe we, maybe I should, you know, go to a bigger city or just, I mean, and yeah. that probably, I'm guessing, has more to do with opportunities rather than yeah. like famousness yeah I mean I I was in LA for a hot second and met some people who were like on their way to stardom and um I hated them (laughs) so uh and I just I was like you know what this is rat race and yeah it's so fruitless and Mm -hmm. it is so temporary and especially for a woman like you're famous so like you're hot for a second and then you're not and I yeah it just it seems like chasing the wind there's so much more to life. So I think that's why I was like, well, I, and I, an artist is who I am and I need to do that, but there's ways to do that without needing to go to parties and network and try to schmooze. I'm not a very good schmoozer. I'm an East coaster. So I don't do the you're, whole, you're married to a schmoozer. I am so married to a schmoozer. He smoozes for me and I just, smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I hate, like small talk at parties and I was like I I'm not a even if I wanted to be famous I don't think I could accomplish it and then <laughs> me I just think it's yeah, I don't know I mean I, I was thinking it in the question I was like would I rather be famous for something else like if I was like an awesome scientist and I got famous for fixing global warming or something I don't know like no, actually that yeah that's my answer was yeah. like when I grew when I was growing up and you know people always ask you what you wanted to be my answer was always like a famous scientist or like a backup singer or dancer <laughs> or something. Like, it was a list. There was a list, but there were like two different tracks. But like fame was always part of both of those mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just vain or something. Oh, no, you're not vain. I think, I think we confuse like fame with success when we're kids. You yeah, know? fame is, but I mean, I think I... So right now I'm really into this podcast called Natch Butte. It's a beauty comedy podcast and the host is super down to earth and she talks a lot about being an an over 35 niche influencer. <laughs> so and she talks about being an influencer and how like yeah, she lives in LA and she doesn't pay for like products anymore and things they just get sent to her and all this stuff. And like yeah, that life does not sound fun, but she did touch on like 
I always wanted to be an influencer before that was a thing. Like even when I was growing up, I wanted to like basically make a difference. And the way you make a difference is by like being listened to, you know? So I Mm -hmm. think there's part of me that always connected to like, I want to make a difference in the world in a positive way. And in order to make a difference, I have to like be doing whatever I do well. And also to a point where people want to like hear about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be heard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very big megaphone fame. Mm-hmm. So, is that a feeling that continued, Simone? Was that something that you felt when you were younger? Do you still feel mm-hmm. like that? No, I think I, I think I still feel like, that. yeah, I think I just like if I if I could create something that a lot of people appreciated, I think I would be so happy about that. Not because I want just attention, even though my personality, like I love attention, so. Good with that. (laughs) You know, I've been really passionate about like environmental causes. I went to school for that. I don't know, just throughout my life, I've always wanted to keep doing that. So I think it's still like a driving thing, even if it's not like I'm not chasing fame. Obviously, I live in like Podunk, Italy, (laughs) is what we call it. Um, But yeah, there's a little bit in there. It's like, but you're something you're somebody that is deserving of it though too which Mm -hmm. I think which I think is a very interesting thing right if you think about so I think there's been a lot of discussions so I'm from Los Angeles so I was there for 21 years my dad worked in the film business my best friend growing up Frazier her mom taught at a high school where Mark Hamill sent his daughter, so Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. right? Harrison yeah. Ford. Like, it was so much money at this school. And my poor friend, Frazier, was this middle-class person from, from Culver City where you would drive into this town for the longest time. People didn't even think that people lived there, right? It was, like, industrial. <laughs> people, we would go down to our street and people were like, is this where you live? <laughs> yes. And, and like, I saw what that did to her. So it's a very interesting. So my point being that there are a lot of people that are famous and we, in society, we kind of latch on to what they say a lot of the time, especially more so now. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not, it's not something I consciously think about. Yeah, celebrity culture is a, is a thing. But at the same time, Simone, like you say, you're you're somebody that's deserving of that fame for the reasons that you want it, right? Yes, you like the attention, but at the same time, you're not somebody who's going to take that attention and use it for evil or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> if we want to get really villainous here. But. You've absolutely nailed the evil laugh, though. You've got the villainous <laughs> laugh. Oh, wow. Hey, I like, I like hearing that as a, um, a um, ambitious podcast. <laughs> yeah. I need some kind of laugh. So. Yes. You oh, need to end the podcast every week with a, with a maniacal laugh. Oh, that's it's really a cackle. good. So, All right, Paris, super quick. Yeah, Do you want to be, be famous in what way? So similar to you, Simone, I think I would only want to be, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I would only <laughs> want to be famous for like doing something scientifically well. And it's probably the same, the same path, Charlotte, too. I would, I would just want to like do it and nobody really know about it. I just want to be really, really good at something. And, um, but I do, I had this dream as a kid that I would love, and I'm not in the right 
industry for it. I did not do the right degree for it. <laughs> but, well, I kind of did the right. Anyway, the point is I would love to figure out how to harness the power of lightning. Because if you could harness the power of lightning, wow. you could just power I I don't know what the statistics are, right? But you could just you could just power mm -hmm. countries with one mm -hmm. lightning bolt, and I think that that would be super cool. So in my mind, as a yeah kid, <laughs> this is what I thought would be really cool to do. So if I was famous for that, I'm good with that. Oh my gosh, your your guys's kid goals are really noble. Do you know what? <laughs> My um, my fourth grade kid goal was to be a Russian spy. That's what I did a report on. That's super I gonna, cool. I yeah, wanna... but it's like not noble at all. I wanted to like go, <laughs> I guess go kill people. I don't know. Like, did I know what a spy was? I don't know. But like, and also I wanted to change my, you know, country of origin and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> wanted to like become Russian yeah. and then yeah. spy on American? Yeah, I, I guess so. And then you guys are all wanting to like solve world problems as a kid. So, <laughs> well, I also wanted to be a spy. I didn't think I had nailed it down to being a Russian spy, but I also wanted to be a spy. Actually, I wanted to go, I think I wanted to go work at Scotland Yard in London. Ooh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> With that's Inspector Morse. Yes, yeah. I don't know who that is. But yes. <laughs> so, okay. So the last question, and I just love this one because I'm not even going to tell you the question because I'm just going to tell you, I do it all the time, especially now that I live in Germany. And so once I, once I ask the question, it'll make more sense, but all the time. So before making a, a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Ooh, it, it totally depends on the call. Okay. Uh, like when I'm calling Simone, for instance, it's way more fun to just let it happen. You know, like, like that's the fun is in the improv with friends for me. It's like, who knows what we're going to talk about? We could talk about like, you know, the weather for 20 minutes, or we're going to get really down. Like last time I talked to Simone, we talked about kettlebells for, like, yeah, yeah, for like 10 minutes. And it's like, I never knew that conversation would go there. And I'm so glad it did. Um, <laughs> but I, I think when I'm having any sort of business call or somebody who's not a close friend, I totally do that. I rehearse mm -hmm. it. And then I also, I think about it after the phone call happened and I like rehearse it again, even though it already happened, <laughs> which is so stupid. <laughs> no, I know what you Preparing mean. Preparing for next like, time. I should have said this. Yeah. I'm like, I should, I, that. that was, was that weird that I said that that way? <laughs> I do more of the second one than the first one, I think, Heather. Yeah. I do, yeah. I do the playing it back thing yeah. afterwards. I almost never think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> I probably ought to, but I don't think I do. Even even doing presentations at, at work or when I was doing my PhD, I, d I did loads of presentations about my work and I'd made some slides and things, but sometimes I wouldn't even, I really hadn't practiced enough and I didn't know what was going to be on my next slide, which is really not very professional, but <laughs> sometimes I think it just came out more naturally and was perhaps a bit more entertaining because it mm. wasn't something that I'd planned mm -hmm. it didn't feel robotic no I, w I got invited back to my um the university where I did my undergraduate degree to do a talk to some of the second year students about careers um and I did not have a plan at all and I just I, I did have some slides and they were very, sort of a vague outline of how I got to where I got to which was a complete accident there was never a plan and uh 
And that's basically what I said to them, that they had to be <laughs> proactive, but they didn't need a plan. And it was entirely the opposite message, really, to what the <laughs> careers advisors were. They were sitting at the back with their heads in their hands. Oh, like, oh, no, no. Is this girl? What is she telling all my students? I've been telling them to write CVs and do interview prep. And I stood up there and like, well, all this quite good stuff has happened. And not because I had a plan, just because I was productive, proactive and <laughs> talked to people a lot. And, you know, I kind of went out there and... and took advantage of all my opportunities but I never really had a plan and that's the, that is that the, is the same, same thing, thing. Yes. I don't I pick up the phone and then I, I'll be like hello uh why, why have I rang you yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that that so although I did say that I 100% plan it but again right now it's because I have to speak German so (laughs) there's a lot more planning that goes into it of just going okay let's just make sure we know these words Mm -hmm. but I find that when you do it that way Charlotte because I I'm the same way sometimes I go into these these meetings at work and I'm like you know maybe I should have planned a little bit more for this there's like directors in this meeting and I find that when you just go with it, it it doesn't always work but when you just go with it and you 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 know what the topic is about and you've you've thought about it you know because you're working on it it comes out a lot more genuine Mm -hmm. a lot of the time I think it's received a lot better at work as well Mm -hmm. yeah when you when they have this whole thing about bringing your whole self to work and I do think it's true yeah in improv we talk about being prepared but not rehearsed Mm. so you like study the concept you study like the structure of the game or like you you study your fellow actors that you're going to work with Mm -hmm. but then you like almost forget about everything when you step on stage you can be where your feet are and so your mind isn't trying to work because your mind can just work faster you know like it can like think faster and you're thinking five steps ahead and that doesn't help you be in the moment you know Mm -hmm. you almost like it's the opposite but I feel like being an improviser and like improvising on the telephone or like just being someone who goes with the flow you have Mm -hmm. to like calm yourself and just be be present and that is kind of a hard skill a lot of people struggle with that I know I do so this this past Friday I had to pick up my visa from the town hall and I know that most of these people will probably they can speak English but I didn't move to Germany to speak English right Mm -hmm. so I try to do all these things in German and so I had to call and I was just so nervous just because I'm nervous and I think I I called Charlotte on our work thing afterwards because it's just it's so small and simple of just like I made an appointment right the guy asked me some questions I answered them all the workup of the planning and the what I was going to say like completely moot because it all went along just fine because the same thing I kind of was like you just have to throw yourself into it a bit and go all right well this is how it's going to happen and then um, I showed up at the town hall and they didn't have my name down for my appointment. So the guard was like, well, will you go call the guy again and explain to him what's happened? And I'm like, holy moly, worst nightmare. I got to call this guy on the phone again. Like, yeah, <laughs> you've got to be yeah. kidding me. Yeah. And then it was, it was all just fine because once you're in that moment, kind of the, the training and the things you've been, it just pops in and clicks in. So she was very, very pleased about it. <laughs> I was so pleased. We had a little party. No, I know what you mean. Um, we were just talking about doing any, I don't know, activity or or just accomplishing anything, even if it's like going out and taking the bus and picking up the cat litter and then taking the bus back home. 
it living in a foreign country and having to speak and I this happened to me obviously, but having to ask the bus driver to, to stop the bus so you can get down because the bell isn't working and completely you 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 feel like you're on drugs afterwards. You're just like on conquer the world, I can do anything, I got my visa, I got my cat litter, I have won at life. And then the very next day it's like to call the hairstylist appointment and it just feels like someone is you know chopping off my hand thanks for listening to this mini app come hang out with us on instagram at my friends friends pod find us online at my friends friends pod.com or send us an email at my friends friends pod at gmail.com thanks so much to fran boy for our magical music And if you missed meeting these friends in season one, go back in your feed to hear the full-on group hang. I love it. Oh my gosh, we just...